This is Bulls in the Ring. Two, one. For all the Bull in the Ring fans out there, if you are uh, looking to make a good score on some uh, bets, you should come to us because this week we have been nailing it mm. with our, if you will, news slash prediction type things. Have we not, Joe? Uh, yeah, I would definitely, uh, I would definitely say so. I guess we'll start with the minor one first, so people know what we're talking about. Last week, we talked about how rock music is dead, and this well, morning, yeah. we... Okay. <laughs> What's that? I don't like the word dead. I like... Dormant. Uh, dormant, or in a coma, or uh, yeah. hibernating in the woods somewhere. Dead is so final. It's like a cicada. It's It's got 16 years of sitting in the ground right That's now. That's more like it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. But the article you're referring to, what was it from? Was it, uh... It was wanna... from the uh, Post. Our uh, friend, uh, Jim, sent it to us this early this morning, and pretty much what we talked about, how rock music has not been good in a very long time, they just had a, uh, news story about it, they... so I don't know if they're stealing our thunder. I mean, I, like, I'd like to think they, um, they listen to us, and this guy, uh, yes. what's his name? It's, uh, Chuck Arnold. Uh, he yes. wrote this. I like. I think he, I think he stole this from us, and uh, he'll be hearing from our lawyers very soon. But we're going to talk about it. So. Yeah, he he uh, he wrote a little news article about how the state of music, rock music, is uh, not what it used to be, and I'm pretty damn sure we talked about that on last week's episode before this article was published. So we did. And wait, when was it? Po- August twelfth. That was uh, okay. No, we uh, this we put ours up on Sunday, the ninth. So uh, yeah, <laughs> we, he definitely could have listened and uh, made this. Or oh yeah, there could be just a coincidence, and we're not the only people who think that. But I don't think so. Hey, listen, he had uh, how many decades to write this story? Yeah, no, I mean really. 
The only thing, though, is that he really kind of, like... I mean, I guess you can... But he said, like, Nirvana and Pearl Jam were rock. And I... I mean, like, maybe I just go by 90s genre, but, like, I never saw them as a rock group, those two. They were more, like, alternative. That's how they used to be. When you went to Sam Goody, that's where they were, that's where they were in their alternative section. Rock was, like, Alice Cooper, Led Zeppelin, Guns N' Roses, that kind of people. That kind of groups, I mean. Um, but I feel like, Nowadays, everything kind of just gets thrown into... If it has, like, a somewhat heavier sound, it's automatically rock. And, uh, I beg to differ. Do you agree, or am I just, uh, or am I being too picky? Uh, I'm more of a broad guy when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, because to me, I think... And I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it the opposite way. Like, when you watch the Grammys now, there is... Like, best hip-hop, best R&B, best rap, best urban, best this, best that. So there's there's way too many subgenres where you look at it like there's a lot of subgenres. You have, like, alternative, well, there, grunge, well, heavy sub, metal, yeah, well, hair there, metal. there is, though, because you can't just throw everything at rock. Or you can't put it because there's different sounds. Well, apparently the Grammys did because well, they got rid of the every category. Well, rap there is. Like, would you... I mean, well, maybe there isn't. Like, what, what would Lil Wayne be? Is that rap or hip-hop? I have no clue. Okay, I see. I do see... I do see where you're coming from. <laughs> maybe because I don't know rap music that well. Like, there's no... I don't know the differences. And maybe there is. And I just don't know. But for someone who grew up... If you think about it, we really grew up in a very diverse... Not diverse, um... Like, a broad range of music. Music really, to me, broke out in, like, the 80s. Because up yeah. until then, it was a, it was very rock and roll. And then in the 70s, you kind of got hit with disco. And then later in the late 70s, you got hit with, like, uh, like punk coming from the UK. But the 80s is where it really sort of just, like, almost sort of, like, the bomb got set off. The bomb got, uh, not set off, uh, armed. Because then you had, you know, the hair metal band. And then you had, like, uh, you had the freestyle music and, and so on and so forth. But then in the 90s, it just exploded. And you had so many different kinds of music. And I guess because I grew up in that, I'm, I'm like, like, I still think of, like, adult contemporary. <laughs> like, I list things like, like a music store. <laughs> There's adult contemporary, there's contemporary, there's classical, there's rock, there's hard rock, there's soft rock, there's classic rock. Do, do you, am I just being too, I don't know, anal? You're definitely anal. But, um, You're in regards to this topic, uh, yes and no, because, again, the subgenres of music have really kind of pissed me off where it went from rock having different categories to just being now rock there's no heavy metal like you see i think we're both we, we both definitely think differently on this yes i'm right and you're wrong no yeah 
Yeah, you're gonna say like you're gonna say Soundgarden is hard rock. No, it's a bad example. Bad example. Nirvana's hard rock. It's not. It really isn't to me. Yes, but it, it's for one. Uh, well, I guess maybe I, I should explain this. Back then, yes. Back then, yes. Now, no. Now, there's like to me, there's really no rock. It's or there's I'm no not, different. I'm not asking genres, about. I'm not will. asking about now. I'm saying you're putting Nirvana. Nirvana's a band that's frozen in time. Yes. Then yes, there are subgenres. Okay. Subgenres. But right now, no, I don't think there is. Because rock has been so diluted down. I mean, obviously, there are some, you know, very small ones, you I, know, like thrash metal or, you know, hardcore, things like that. But for the most part, I, if I'm going to listen to it, I don't care what it is. As long as it ain't fucking shitty music, to me, it's rock. I, I'm, I'm all right with that. Uh, I, you can put anything I, I, on a rock channel for me. not calling it rock. I'll never call it rock. To me, it's grunge. Because it's a certain type of music. It's a, The guitar is different. Like, it's it's a different sound than rock. So what's the difference between hip-hop and rap? Hip-hop you hop around to, rap... <laughs> See what I'm saying? Tom, I... I'm going by what I know here, Tom. I don't know rap. So basically, what I'm... This guy knows nothing about rock music, and he's reporting it. That you just kind of just... You pretty much just said it. But we still... we, we still The main thing about this is, and we went on a very big tangent there. I don't we, care. we guessed it. We, I, I... I'm annoyed. You're annoyed? Okay. I'm annoyed. No one wants to hear us be, like, just spitting through this shit. They want to hear some, like, they want some meat on the bone. Oh, yeah, we get, well, we definitely had meat before. <laughs> yeah. A lot more bone. Now, well, I'm but. just, I'm just saying, I think this is written by someone who, I don't know how old this guy is, but I guarantee you he's no older than 32. Which means he really didn't live through this shit that we did. And I think you're just generalizing everything. R.E.M. R.E.M.'s rock. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. <laughs> For anyone who wants to read the article, it's in the post. And you'll see what we're laughing about at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you shut me down. I have nothing to say to that. Tom yeah, texted me. Tom texted me that something, and it pretty much just ended it. Right you gotta have the answers to, to, you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, I, you pretty much proved my point. Yes. He's not somebody getting that on would to know. Our, getting on to our, I guess, our second topic of uh, <laughs> correctness. <laughs> I wish I could have shared that text, but all right. <laughs> Second topic, yes. Second. We, 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 again, coming through this week as uh, fortune tellers is that uh, old uh, Andy there, Andy uh, Cuomo, he, um, he resigned. I mean, days after we blasted him on here for like a half hour, he must have heard us too. And he, and he figured, well, I think it's time to step down. The Bulls hate me. 
The people have spoken. And you know what? This is what pisses me off, though, and people are now starting to bring this up, too. Um, He got off kind of light because he left because of the sexual harassment thing. But I still think that they should go for the impeachment, just like they did with Trump. You know, even though he was a lame duck and he was getting out, they should have to go. They should go after him for this. And and not for nothing, not only just him, um, Clinton also. They they yeah. did, they did go after Clinton because of Monica Lewinsky, which is I mean, it's a little more extreme. Actually, I think this is worse than what Clinton did because at least that was consensual. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, he was on the job. I mean, you know, this guy Clinton's did the same shit. Clinton's impeachment though was because he was lying. Would say it again. I'm sorry. Clinton's impeachment was because of lying. It wasn't because of conduct. I, yeah, I, I I I understand that, but I mean. Not for nothing, but, like, would you admit to hooking up with that fat pig? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> That's why he lied. <laughs> He's like, listen, if she was high, I'd be like, you know, I did it. And he did admit to it, you know, years later, but probably just didn't well, you know know knowing. Then, no, now, maybe. I don't know. I, I, what I'm saying is, you're right. I think they should go for the impeachment. He got out fucking easy because he only has, like, I think he only has, like, two years left. Right. Well, not only that, but again, he's not being held accountable for all of the shit that he did with the nursing homes. And businesses. Yeah. I mean, to me, they should ruin this guy. They should ruin him. And I'm sorry, you know what you... And I'm going to put it out this way. I'm going to I'm gonna broad stroke it. Liberals sat there and want this cancel culture type mentality. Stroke. You know what? Let's... You know what? He should be impeached. His brother should be kicked off CNN. The Tappanzee should get its great name back instead of the jerk off in there. I don't care if the old man's dead or not. You know what? We wipe them off the face of the earth. You you people wanted this. You wanted a cancel culture. This is what happens now. You know what I love about this, Tom, is that all these liberals in New York, Cuomo saving us, now what are they saying? Yep. He's Now he's part of the Me Too thing. So this guy that you defended... For a year that he saved, he saved New York and he shut down the borders and all this other crap. Now he's he's a a, a sex fiend, and he harassed yep. tw- at least twelve or thirteen women, and more are coming. And again, apparently. New Yorkers. <laughs> but it's not only that. Like, hey, liberals, wake up. Let's put it this way: you had Koch and Dinkins who did terrible for the city. It was considered fear city back then. A Republican comes in, cleans the city up, makes Times Square the, the centerpiece of the world, or whatever the, the um whatever the, the nickname they have yeah, for he it. kind of ruined New York, too. Bloomberg comes in, and it gets worse. It stays decent, but it's starting to slowly get worse. And then fucking uh, Comrade de Blasio there turns it into a shithole again. Hmm, what, what's the common denominator? Liberal versus Republican run. Now let's go look at the last three fucking Democratic um, Democratic uh, governors in New York. Hold on. Yeah. You defend, hold on, hold on. You, defend, you defend Giuliani. Giuliani wasn't that great until after 9-11. No one liked Giuliani. And that could be no one liked Giuliani. Yeah, he did clean up New York. But Giuliani he cleaned, cleaned, cleaned up, up the city. Time. Yeah, he did. He cleaned up the city. But he made it a tourist area now. I hate walking down Times Square and I bump into 1,500 Asians with their masks on and looking at maps and I can't get through the goddamn, uh, 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 you know, 
Toys R Us store, where the fuck's there now? Yeah, but I'd rather have that than getting mugged. Getting mugged's part of the a part of your initiation. Not for me. <laughs> Not with my anger I'm issues. Only, I'm only joking around. I, I just don't think Ju- Giuliani gets a lot of praise, but I, I don't think if nine eleven never happened, Giuliani was not well liked until nine twelve oh one. No. It, yet, no, he hey. wasn't. No, I'm, I'm. No, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Because he was no, because he was a hard ass. He was a uh. no nonsense kind of guy when it came to you know rules, laws, things along those lines. Yeah. He was a he was a Tough as nails lawyer when it came to putting a lot of people away for a lot of shit. He cleaned up the city with broken windows. I mean, he did a lot of the stuff that needed to be done to clean up that place. No, he did. Because when you look at it, and trust me, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love, like, that um, that late 70s, like, grindhouse type shows. of dirty, yeah. you know, taxi driver. Um, you know, uh, all those movies that are depicted during that time. I love all that. The, the, the Warriors, things like that. I, I, I enjoy watching it. But again, I enjoy watching it. Right. I don't want to live it. No, you're That's right. That's the you're difference. Right. You're absolutely right. You're right. He did clean and up for the, someone who, clean up for the better. And for someone who worked in the city during the late 90s, early 2000s, when I worked down there for my cousins, even in the worst parts of the city where we worked sometimes, I felt safe. I honestly 100% felt safe. I never ever had a problem with being down there. Never once did I go, eh, it's a little sketchy. Well The only time I did actually feel sketchy was on nine eleven when I was down there. There's still and it was some... for different reasons other than what it was. Yeah, there's still some parts of the city that are a little sketchy still. But then look at the last three governors that New York's had. All liberals, and you had, you know, uh Mr. Escort fucking Spitzer. You had the blind bat fucking uh, Patterson, and then you have, again, fucking, it's like a fucking uh, pervert sandwich. Who? Yeah, was, uh, Spitzer was the one that had the hooker, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember her. I remember Ashley her. Dupree. Yeah, that's right. I, I knew it was Ashley something. Ashley Dupree. I mean, yeah, she was on Stern. I remember she came on Stern. But what happened to her? <laughs> uh... I think she actually got married and had a kid. Oh, no shit, really? Man, that kid better not look yeah. her up online. <laughs> Mommy, you suck dick for what? I tell you something, man. If you're ever famous, you better be famous for something like you save people or something like that because in this day and age, everyone's looking up everybody and you're going to you're gonna come across some shit because nothing ever goes away on the internet. Well, I mean, think about this. Say you're Pam Anderson's kid. And you just look it up. You're going to know what size your dad's dong is and what your mom did to it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I would not have internet in my house. Yeah. No Netflix, nothing. We're watching DVDs. We watch basic cable. That's it. And don't listen to anyone says about me in, uh, in school. Because they're liars and they're jealous. But, uh, but back to... Well, I mean, I guess you could look at it the other way. If you were Tommy Lee, I'd be like, hey, yeah, look, you know. Yeah, so I'm looking at all the, like all the girls I banged. Heather Locklear. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. But whatever. I guess, I guess it's who you're being raised by or what weekend uh, 
your parent have you because you know they're all divorced. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, anyway, back to uh, back to Cuomo. Um, the bridge uh, that's going to stay. They need to see now that with everything with Cuomo, and one of the things he said was like, you know, I'm an I'm an Italian. This is kind of like uh, how I was raised. I'm hoping someone looks into his dad. Yeah, and what maybe something because I mean nothing stays uh, buried forever. So I'm kind of hoping there's some kind of scandal with him because then you'll see that name ripped off that bridge in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I, well, there's petitions out there at, like, change.org yeah, and all this for it. I've seen... And I'm not going to say I've, I didn't sign it, but... I've seen one for named after a firefighter, some or the firefighters in New York. Don't do that. I mean, they, God bless the FDNY, but I think there's enough FDNY stuff out there. Change it back to the Tappan... I'm still going to call it Tappan Zee Bridge. Everyone in the Hudson Valley uh-huh. is still going to call it Tappan Zee Bridge. Just call it the fucking Tappancy Bridge. Just, I mean, well, that's what's funny. Because I don't know anybody that calls it the, that bridge. No I, don't even, I don't even call it that bridge. I refuse to call it that bridge. You know, and it's not just refusing. It's just that <clears throat> the other bridge was there for 50 years, I want to say. I think it was it's built, there for a while, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it was built in the late 50s or the, or the early 60s. I forget. But... You're so used to calling it Tappan Zee because it was there forever. That's like if you rip down the George Washington Bridge and you put another bridge there. People are still going to call it the George Washington Bridge. Because that's the that, the bridge. The other bridge was right there. So it's just, you're so used to calling it that. <clears throat> and, it was, and it was a staple. It was the, it's the longest bridge in New York, or it was. Now this one is. So it, it is the longest. Tappan Zee was the longest bridge in New York. Really, I did not. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I was just I was reading about it the other day because I, I was just kind of sometimes I look stuff up like that, and it was the longest bridge in New York State. Huh? Yeah. I always thought like the Verrazano was. I I always thought it was one of those like the Verrazano or um. Uh, I can't think of the name. The white the white stone I thought was pretty long. But, um, yeah, but no, it's, apparently it's the Tappan Zee Bridge <clears throat> and now it's the Mario tap. Well, it's Tappan Zee Bridge Two, the sequel. Yeah. Well, that's why it's always, to me, it's always going to be Shea Stadium. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. You can, you can make that argument too. I still call it Shea. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I, if I ever get caught doing it, it's like maybe once out of probably about 500 times saying. So, and I'll tell you, <clears throat> I know you. <clears throat> I know we have some fans who hate the Yankees. I always like the fact that they called it Yankees, the new Yankee Stadium. They call it Yankee Stadium. Like Steinbrenner could have called it Steinbrenner Stadium or some shit like that. He knew people were going to call or it. Or sell Yankee it out Stadium. to a corporation. <clears throat> or whatever, yeah. He knew people were going to call it Yankee Stadium anyway. So he's like, just fucking keep it Yankee Stadium. It's Yankee Stadium. Well, that's why. Like Even, even with the Coliseum, they, 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 they like NYCB Live or something. Everyone called it the Coliseum. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, no one, no one ever, yeah, I, no one ever changed it I up hate, on that. I, 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 I'm sure I mentioned this on this podcast before. I hate those name changes to the corporations. I think it's stupid. I think it's ridiculous. My dog's outside chasing, chasing uh, a bug, and my wife's trying to get him in. Oh. There he goes. Like I always liked um, 
I always like that the Penguins played in the igloo. <clears throat> yes. I always loved that because it, it fit because you know they're Penguins. Yes. <laughs> and that's what they're playing. And then I what did they change it to? PPG. Yeah. PP. Yeah, I think it's PPG. Stupid. It's after the paint company that's yeah. out there. Stupid. But I get it. It's it's a local. They're out of there. I don't like when it's something that's no. not like where it's maybe a national thing. Yeah. You know, like like you use do you use Chase Bank? Yes. Chase Bank to me is a national brand. It's mm-hmm. not like you know. I mean, you can go pretty much anywhere and go to a Chase Bank. Yes. Yeah. Like. That I see, you can have that kind of anywhere, and no one really knows where like the home base for it is. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I get. Um, I mean, certain companies do have national. I don't even want. No, actually, I won't even say national reach because, like, I don't know if there's Home Depots everywhere. Because I know like Menards is in the uh, like the middle of the country. They're a big one that's out there. My my uh, cousins, they have Menards. Okay. Lowe's. Lowe's is a big one. But I, I don't... In, in all honesty, I don't know where uh, Lowe's home base is. It might be Charlotte, actually. Now you're I'm thinking Lowe's, it's that. The, uh, you're talking Lowe's, the, um, the, the department store, right? Yes, the one that I'm familiar with. Yeah, what's, what, what would you call that kind of store? A home building? Home Improvement Center. Home, thank you. Okay, that's what it's called. Home Improvement Center. Couldn't think of the name of it. <clears throat> but yeah, I, like I, I'm not a big fan of the whole naming of arenas after um, companies. Yeah, I, I think I it should have it. some home feel to it. Ag- you know, agree. Name it after an owner. Name it after the team. <laughs> name it after even. I wouldn't even care if it was a star player. Yeah, I, I you know, if they, if they, if now, the, uh, where do the Bulls play? The United Center? United Center. Like, if they named that, like, the Jordan Arena, I wouldn't even have a problem with that. Or the bullpen? <laughs> that's, yeah. more, that's more for baseball, though. <clears throat> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have a problem with that. <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, it's just, but you know, it's always, been, it's always been called the United Center, I think. So that's, I don't have that much issue with that one. Um, but that'd be like, you know, what if they change MSG? To, uh, to, uh, I wouldn't uh, care. That, that, that place could fall in the center of the year. Oh, stop it. Don't say that. How much good shit happened there? Hulk Hogan won his first world title at MSG. You want that, you want that, uh, that memory gone? The memory will be there. No. The don't have don't ever say don't ever say that about MSG. Not a big fan. Well, that's okay if you don't like the teams that play there, but a lot of other special things have happened there. But yeah, I, I definitely think that when it comes to the bridge, they should they should uh, they should change it back. I will, but I I, I mean I said I agree. They um. But they'll only change that. They only really officially change it if some dirt's dug up on uh, Super Mario. Otherwise, See, I would. Otherwise I know it would game. never happen. I know it would never happen. But like, say if, uh, like, say Donald Jr. 
he, I, I don't know if he still resides in New York, but if he ever became governor and he's just like, just for being spiteful, just changed it back, just just to do it, just to be a dick. I would love it. That would, that would make my day. Because liberals be? have no problem canceling anything, so why shouldn't we? You know what? We should play dirty, too. Well, yeah, but if we play dirty, it's, uh... They already are, yeah, so what does it matter? I guess so. And I mean, I guess we could, you know, bring up another guy who's really, he's really disappointed me. And who would that be? That would be Arnold. Arnold? Yes. Why? What do you do this time? <laughs> Arnold went on this uh, this rant about how people should have to wear masks and, you know, it's all this shit. And I just, I really think it's very uh, hypocritical for someone who always, you know, loved the American dream and freedom and this and that. And for him to sit there and, and, and say this, you know, these things pretty much, you know, trying to take away freedoms. I just find it very despicable. And this is actually a quote from him um, 38 years later, where I guess his quote now is, screw your freedom. Did he definitely say that? That's that's the reports out there. Screw your freedom. That sounds like something like, uh, I don't, I don't think you, I don't think he said that. Well, but what was the, the, quote the reports said? are out there and we could be wrong. And we're not giving it the uh, we're not giving it the Dan Bongino seventy two hour rule. But I guess what really pissed me off is that he had a uh, quote, and it was as long as I live, I'll never forget that day twenty one years ago. Obviously, this is when he made the quote. It wasn't twenty one years ago today. Mm -hmm. I raised my hand and took the oath of citizenship. You know how proud I was. I was proud to walk around with an American flag around my shoulders all day long. And now he's saying, "Screw your freedom." I, you know what? You know who I blame? That damn Maria Shriver. She affected him with that uh, <laughs> that Kennedy liberalness to her. Yeah. And and I just I you know what? I mean for someone who essentially came from a communist country or Austria, which was you know. I'm not sure if it was communist at the time, but it seemed like it was in that, that uh, Eastern Bloc type area. To come to America to make billions of dollars, you know, have all these freedoms, become a governor, and to sit there and say shit like that, that, that really, it really disheartened me. And it's someone that, you know, you look up as a hero as a kid from our, our generation. Here's the quote. Ready? Uh -huh. I looked it up. This is what Arnold said. Quote, There is a virus here. It kills people, and the only way we prevent it is get vaccinated, wear masks, do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No. Screw your freedom. You have the freedom to wear no mask, but you know something? You're a schmuck for not wearing a mask. Because you were supposed to protect your fellow Americans around you. Well, he, I'm not going to say he's wrong. <clears throat> because we are supposed to look out for one another. 
Correct. That's that's part of being American. We you know we fight for the rights of every man, and you know we protect our country. And and part of protecting our country is to protect those around us, protect your family, and protect your friends. Um, if you're sick, don't fucking go out and go to work, like I do. <laughs> but uh, so I I see his point. I do see where your point is because you know telling people to just kind of be a sheep and follow the herd and wear the mask and va- get vaccinated. Um, something like that should be your choice. Again, yes. But if your but your choice could be deadly. Um. Especially if you are sick and you go to your grandparents' house and then all of a sudden Nana and Pop 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 are, are really sick, they're in the hospital and they die. Well, then you shouldn't want to go see them if you know they're vulnerable. And that, and you're right. You're right about that. So I could see both points. <clears throat> I don't think saying screw your freedom is the right thing to say. Um, especially coming from him, who you're right, is who was very proud to be. Uh, part of this country, yeah. Um, but he, See, he, he has a point in what he says. It's just I think he said it in the wrong way. Yes. And again, this is my big problem with, it. and probably, I mean, you know how outspoken I am, and pretty much everyone who's listened has heard me go on my rants for the past two years Three, yeah. um, about <laughs> this. But again, because you're fearful of something. Don't make me have to be, can, you know, do what you want me to do. If you feel that you're not safe out in, in the public, don't go out. There are plenty of ways to not do this. And you know what? If you are that fearful of it, let's put it this way. You don't have, I mean, at this point, people don't have to go to work and people aren't going to work. People are legit not working anymore because they're getting stimulus checks. They're getting unemployment. They're getting all this. You know what? If you're that fearful, stay in your house. Let me live my life, though, because there's a lot of shit that I want to do. And right now, for the past two years, I've been wasting away not doing what I want to do because of all the bullshit that's out there. And, again, with all the hypocrisy out there, oh, you have to wear into a restaurant. But when you're sitting, you, you don't need to wear one. You, you know, you, you don't have to wear one when you're, you know, it, it, now, but in 16 days... When we, when we put this mask rule into, or vaccine card rule into effect, if it's that dire and that's immediate, do it now. Why are we waiting two weeks? Mm-hmm. Th- th- this is where I just, I don't like the hypocrisy of it. And again, you hear it all the time. And I'm a big, uh, I'm, I'm a big pro-life guy that may turn off a few people. Sorry, I don't care. But I hear all the time, it's my body, my choice. Granted, okay. It is. But now with this thing, it's my body and my choice. And, you know, you hear the people that sit there and say, well, you could get me sick. Then stay away from me. If you're that fearful, stay home, stay in your house. And again, get the vaccine. Oh, wait, the vaccine doesn't even prevent you from getting it. It just worsens or it lessens the uh, the severity of it. So, again, you're never going to. And at what point are we going to get off of this train? Because. Name name a, a disease or a um, anything polio uh, any any disease anything like this that's been out there 
it's none of it has ever been eradicated completely. Mm-hmm. It's never been eradicated. It we're, it's out there. There's AIDS out there. Polio's out there. Uh, what's the mosquito thing that you, you, malaria? Th- oh, these are malaria. all things that are out there. We're never going to get rid of it. So at what point are we going to actually sit there and go? You know what? Enough's enough with this. We have to start living our lives again and getting back to where we are a prosperous nation instead of a fear-driven nation. Mm-hmm. And that—that's my—that's my big gripe with it. I just want to get back to fucking normal. And in all honesty, I've pretty much been living normal, other than the fact that I haven't been traveling, if you will. And that—that that, again, that's my biggest gripe. That's my—that's my soapbox for the night. Right. Until we get to the next topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you make a point. You make a point. I just think this is, it's become, you know, it's a a pandemic. It's almost like with, um, back when AIDS was really kind of the, um, the the big pandemic going around. It was, you know, wear a condom, protect, you know, don't share any, so that's, it's almost, it's kind of like that. And, you know, people listen and people didn't listen, um, it's, I think when it has the effect of, of spreading, we don't know too much about this still, <clears throat> which is why this is going on. We know more than we did a year ago. But again, a it's, year ago, yeah. uh, think about this. Compared to a year ago till now, what is the treatment? I'm not saying the vaccine. What is the treatment for this? Rest. If you, rest. <laughs> essentially, unless you have unless you're like seriously ill where you have to go into the hospital, if it's me and you getting this and we're just like how many other people who've gotten these cases and didn't die, pretty much the treatment is go home and act like it's the flu. Mm -hmm. Get rest. Don't leave the house. Don't, you know, um, strain yourself too much. You know, don't be running marathon shit like that. It's essentially a flu. Right. Granted, it's a pandemic because a lot of people are getting it all at once, but it's no more different than a flu. Just like how the flu can lead to pneumonia for elderly, this is the same thing. Elderly are vulnerable to it. What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. That, that's where I just, I, I, I'm like just tired of hearing about it. All right. All right. Well. Let's uh, let's move on. Um, yes. Did you watch any of the Olympics? Oh, I mean, you, you know me, and I, I I'm a big <laughs> fan of the Olympics. I do uh, I, I do enjoy the Olympics because it, it does have, as you know, I'm a uh, I'm a fan of more obscure sports. Mm-hmm. And the Olympics is essentially the obscure sports that we don't get to see every day. Yeah. And I would, I would always watch the Olympics. I would watch the shit ton out of it, it's mainly the swimming events because I used to swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like a lot of the stuff that they have. I did not watch one minute of it this year. Well, neither did anybody else because apparently it, uh, it's tanked. Now, maybe because people thought it was an odd year and they forgot it was on. Or maybe the fact that the United States is really kind of shit the bed in, like, almost every category. 
Um, yeah, it, it, we did records. Win, we, I we, mean, we did win the most gold medals with thirty nine. Uh, uh, China's thirty eight. We narrowly beat China. Um, but I think the, the United States women won basketball. Um, we won the uh, women's four by four hundred meter relay. Did the, the, the U.S. team, for men's, they didn't win. I think they won silver, didn't they? No, I believe they won gold against Oh, France. they won gold? Because they were doing horrible. Mm-hmm. So they won gold. I'm surprised. You see, this? I'm, I didn't even know that happened. Because what I heard was that they just were not winning against anybody. Um, but I know, like, the gymnastics, we won silver in, in uh, like, the... The gymnastics category. There was so. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess we didn't do as bad as I thought we did. But no one cared this year. No, no one did. And the main thing that I'm happy about is that the women's soccer team lost. And I think a big part of why people were not tuning in, and it's it, it's bleeding over from every other sport. It's this get woke, go broke type mentality. These they let these athletes who are there to play a game. Play a game. Start having a podium to sit there and speak about something that is not the game. And people are just t- tuning off to it. They don't want it. They, you go to sports, and we've talked about this countless times. You go to watch sports to get away from the everyday occurrence. And the everyday occurrence is the news where they just beat you up with all the same shit over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And people are just tired of it. They don't want to They don't want to tune it. Excuse me. Tune into it, right? And I'll be—I'll admit I'm on that. Mm-hmm. It is a turnoff. A hundred percent. It is a turnoff. You don't want to support these people who, like, you don't really. To me, when I when I hear someone so outspoken that to the point where like it's, I can't hear anymore. Like, I won't support that athlete. And you had a lot of it this year. We talked about it about a month ago. All these athletes that were just kind of, they didn't uh, acknowledge the flag on the podium or they're, they're bitching about this or bitching about that. Um, and it took a toll. Especially with me. Like, I, I, I casually, I, didn't, I can't say I watched one thing. I watched girls softball for a little bit because it was on. And I just, I watched maybe five minutes. And that's probably the most I've watched the Olympics this entire summer. Um, and usually I'm more into it than that. Um, yeah, but it just kind of, it didn't do well in the ratings at all. No, it bombed. Yeah, it bombed. Where are you? <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I'm destroying a log in the fire. Okay. I'm listening to your, uh, your sweet voice. <laughs> my sweet voice sucks tonight. I'm, I constantly have, like, phlegm in my throat. You sound good to me there, brother. Thanks, buddy. So, you just keep going. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, well, that's that. Do you want to take a walk into the cemetery? We have a lot to get uh-huh. to. We have a lot. <laughs> it seems like every week people are dying, and this week is no different. No. Uh, we'll start off with Marky Post. You might not yes. know the name, and if you're under the age of 30, you, you probably don't even recognize her, but uh, she was on uh, Night Court. Yes. 
um, from 84 to 92. Um, I didn't realize that show was on that long. I didn't either. I didn't know it went into the 90s. Because Night Court was no. always one of those shows I would watch. Like, it'd be on Channel 11 or something like that. Like, late at night after Cheers. <laughs> yeah, it was like in syndication. But yeah. it was still, like, it was in syndication. Yet, being, new episodes were being released. Yeah, apparently, I, I you're... Like like you, I didn't. I had no idea it was on to ninety two. I thought it ended like maybe eighty eight, eighty nine. Um, but yeah, so she played uh, Christine Sullivan, who was the public defender on the show. Uh, she was also on the Fall Guy, Hearts of Fire. Um, she played Mary's mom in something about Mary. So you millennials might know her from that. Um, but she passed away. That's right. She was in that movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, see. Um, she was 70. Uh, she got diagnosed with cancer four, about four years ago. Um, and this year has not been a good year for Night Court. She died a month after Charles Robinson died. <laughs> yes. I, and I think, like, and, uh, what, uh, Harry, what's his name's dead? What's his name? Harry, uh, what the fuck's his last name? Oh, this is gonna kill me. Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. I was going to say Shear, but it's not Harry Shear. Um, he died a couple years ago, I want to say. 2018. Yeah. So they're they're dropping left and right, these people. The only one left is Bull. No, oh, no, John Lorquette. John Lorquette is still alive. That's. And he actually, like, really hasn't even aged. No, he has not. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the cast, and most of them are dead. Wow. Oh, no, and um, Marsha Warfield. She was the, uh, the the bailiff. The little one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still alive. But that's uh, that's at least 50% dead. Yes. And for two to drop dead in, in a month of each other is just eerie. But yeah, they're not the only ones. We Like I said, we are, we are cranking through here. Yeah. And I guess the next three that we have are... Pretty much all in the sports genre, if you will. Um, different categories within it. But um, one is Bob Jenkins. I know Joe has no clue who that is. I do. But actually, he was he's a, an announcer for NASCAR. There you go. I just looked it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember, you, I remember you sending it out in the group chat a little uh, couple, a couple days ago that he died. Yeah, he uh, he would he was uh, when I was growing up. I remember watching. Well, my dad would have the race on. I wasn't really a fan then, but I always remember him being on there. And he died at seventy three years old. So he was he was on a lot of uh, a lot of races. He was actually in Days of Thunder, which is one of my favorite movies. Never seen but the I whole guess, movie. Uh, what's that? I've never seen the whole movie. You've never seen the whole movie? Nope. You're going to have to come over for movie night. I'm going to have to. That and uh, yes. Happy Gilmore. I have to watch back to back. There you go. <laughs> Double feature. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, he, his wife actually got diagnosed with um, brain cancer, and she died of that, and he went into retirement, but then he did come out for a little bit, I guess. Mm -hmm. But he, um, back in February, he... He uh, said that he had uh, cancer again, 
and he ended up passing away. He had a few strokes and things like that, so his health was kind of failing. But he died of brain cancer. Jesus. That sucks. So both him and his wife died of brain cancer. That's got to be a horrible cancer. Out of all, the, all, the, all cancers are horrible, but brain cancer has got to be just terrible. I mean, it, it, it really does. Because, I mean, think about it. It's got to affect, like, everything that you do. Like, because you have something, like, your brain is only so big. And it's essentially running everything. Pretty and much. for something to grow in there, it's got to it's got to affect so many things with you. Oh yeah, memory, personality, and movement, speech, and yeah. your senses. And... I'm not. Other than my mom and my aunt, no one in our family really, from what I've been told, has ever had cancer. Yeah, I've had. Well, I've had um, <clears throat> two. Uh, no, there's been a few people. In my family, who died of cancer, but they were married in. Mm. I believe I always kind of believe cancer is uh, a what's it called? Um, hereditary. Oh, absolutely. I, I always kind of believe that because, uh, yeah, it, it just it just seems like that's how it goes. I mean, there's obviously some things that you can contribute to it, you know, drinking or smoking like that, where yeah. you're going to get it on that. But well, for, yeah. I think for the most part, like things like breast cancer and and that that, that is definitely, I believe, a hereditary thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, 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 yes, that sounds he, uh, awful. He died of that. Mm-hmm. And I guess we on. Would yeah. you rather go football or hockey, Joe? Let's do hockey since you're on a roll with with NASCAR. Okay. Out of your uh, wheelhouse here, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Esposito. I wonder if he liked to hug and uh, kiss people and pinch them on the butts. You know, I mean, I guess that's the new Italian thing to do. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, according to Cuomo, that's uh-huh. what you guys do. But uh, Tony Esposito was a uh, hockey goaltender. Yes, he. Uh, he played 16 seasons in the NHL. He played for the uh, the Blackhawks and then the Montreal Canadiens. He was a little bit of a smaller guy. Well, I guess maybe not back then, but like compared to what hockey uh, goalies are now, mm-hmm. he was only five foot eleven and 185 pounds. That's small for a goalie. Yeah, I mean, you look at goalies now and they're like six three minimum, yeah, they're big and guys. like 200 pounds. But yeah, he. Uh, he was a uh, he was a pretty damn good goalie. They he was named to um, one of the hundred greatest NHL players in their history. He won uh, a Vezina, which is for the uh, best best goalie. Mm-hmm. He was awarded the Calder for the best rookie that se- his rookie season, and he died at seventy eight. Wow, what did he die? So, he died again. Fucking cancer is getting these wow. people. Pancreatic cancer, which is a bad one. That's a bad one, too. Uh, you forgot to mention one thing. He was one of the pioneers of the butterfly position. Yes. Which means he had a very, I guess you could either say strong or weak groin, however you want to look at it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he was the brother of, uh, he was actually the younger brother of Phil Esposito, who is still alive. Yes. And former Ranger. looks am- What's that? He's a former Ranger. Yes, Ranger uh, Bruin, where he mainly had it in Blackhawk. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Phil Esposito, he 
looks amazing. Does he? Like for for I mean, he's seventy nine years old. Played hockey during you know a violent time. You know, no helmets. You know, brawling. He he really does look like he wouldn't have been that. But. He is gone. R.I.P. I guess we'll move on to uh, college football now. Are you and a big college be, uh, football Bobby guy? Bowden. Bobby Bowden. Are you a big college football guy? Um, I never really was, no. Yeah, I, I didn't like it because there was way too many teams. I started getting to it with my, uh, my current job because I'm very close to uh, West Point. Yeah. So I follow Army uh, Army football, excuse me. And other than that, I never really was in the college football because it was just so many teams. And I probably would have liked it maybe a little bit more because of all the different styles that they have. You know, there certain teams are known for certain types of uh, offenses, things like that. And in all honesty, watching college football now. I do like it a little bit better than the pros on the play aspect, definitely more on the, uh, the social justice aspect, mm-hmm. because these kids are playing every minute of every play. There's None of them are really taking any you know, breathers or anything like that because they have to play every play to become a pro. So like it, to me, it's a much more intense game. You get – they've made rules lately that are a little bit – more safe, which I'm not a big fan of, you know, to me, you know, hockey, football, those are gladiator sports. You kind of have to have that, that toughness to be out there. Mm -hmm. And I think they take a little bit of that away when they try to do player safety. You know, I'm good with people being kind of, you know, mushrooms, you know, at the end of their life because, well, it ain't me. So it ain't my head that's getting scrambled, but (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I do like college football a lot more now than I ever did. Yeah, I never really got into it. I just uh, the circulation of players, like you, you get used to a team. Like it's just, I don't know, I never really got into it. You're right, and there's a lot of rules I, I'm not like familiar with. And um, I went to a college game once maybe 16 years ago. At the old Giant Stadium, I had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> uh, but back to Bobby. Yes, he was. Uh, he was the head football coach at Florida State, the uh, Seminoles. Mm-hmm. From I didn't realize he was there this long. From 1976 to 2009. Wow. I mean that that's a hell of a time to be, or uh, you know, a time frame to be a coach. But college coaches can last that long. I mean, yeah, there's Bobby been Knight. many that have lasted that long. <laughs> well, Bobby Knight was basketball, but look how long he lasted. Yeah, at one school, yeah. Well, I guess because there's, but, uh, there's Bobby, nowhere really to go. Like, I mean, with at least with, like, NFL, like, if they fell as a head coach, they could become, like, go back to all, offensive coordinator or something. College football, there's nothing under there except high school, you know? Mm. So one, and there's about 1,500 teams, so if one team doesn't want you anymore – there's another one waiting at the door, willing to take you. Yeah. So. But he actually coached, not so much as a head coach, but through coaching ranks. You know, mm-hmm. being a, a you know an offensive coordinator, a, you know wide receiver coach, whatever it may be. He started in 1954. Wow. 
and ended in 2009. Damn. I mean, lifetime for some people. Think how many, think how many hot cheerleaders you got to stare at on the sidelines every week. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure he did. But he won uh, two national championships, one in 93 and one in 99. Mm -hmm. And he was in the ACC, which is a, you know, a pretty tough division. He had uh, 12 ACC championships. Okay. Walter Camp, Coach of the Year in 91. And he had a few other awards throughout, you know, the time there. But put up, I mean, a hell of a longevity uh, time frame with it. And he had a – this is what's most impressive. When you think about this, like, you look at, uh, like, some – uh, pro coaches. His record was 377 wins and 129 losses. I mean, you you have coaches that have been coaching for how long? Don't even get that as many losses as he's had as wins. I mean, that, it's really amazing how much of a record he had. Yeah, that's, that's quite a record. God bless that. But, Damn. And I guess his, uh, he had a playing career. He played it. Uh, he started in Alabama as a freshman and then went to uh, Samford when, from 49 to 52. His oh. positions was quarterback and running back. But I guess back then it was a little bit more of a, a different game where you could be playing, you know, Ironman football yeah. or playing different positions. So. Wow. Quite a career. And his, uh, his record is, <laughs> when it comes to uh, wins, he is uh, second at 377 to 409, and the 409 is by uh, Joe Paterno. How about that? <laughs> so, right now, the top two uh, all-time college football coaches are dead. That's sad. Yeah, that kind of that kind of brings us to uh, not someone who's famous, yeah, but I think someone that that should get a little bit more um, more recognition than certain people in the past who've been uh, murdered, if you will, and it is uh, Ella French. She was a police officer who was on a. Uh, they were doing a traffic stop, and she was shot and murdered. I don't know. If, did you listen to the uh, – they've been playing it a lot on um, social media, the radio call for it. Uh, I hate I, – I can't listen to stuff like that, man. I, I always – like, uh, let me listen to it, and I listen to it, and I'm like, ah, I wish I didn't listen to it. Because it's just so eerie. Like, you hear someone's last moments or, like, just, just panicked voice, but do you want to talk what it sounded like? Should, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't so much her um, speaking. It was more of the uh, dispatcher. Okay. And I will hand this guy. Um, he he kept himself. He was able to. I mean, it's really amazing what when they have the worst thing that you could probably be getting over your job, and he kept his cool. He was able to really. Um, 
what they needed there, I guess. I mean, it was really, it was really remarkable. Um, what happened with everything. And it's just, it's, it's sad that you have people out in the media that are praising criminals and putting them up as heroes where this woman is a hero who ended up sacrificing ultimately her life and just like so many other cops that are out there, firemen or even EMTs that have been killed in the line of duty and no one remembers their name, but we're going to, we're going to sit there and put up murals for other scumbags. It's just, it's very, uh, it's very sad. Yeah. And, uh, the, it's just, and the, uh, the dispatcher that was working, his name is Kenneth Thornton Jr., so I give that guy a lot of credit for what he did. I mean, Absolutely. he was he did a really amazing job on the radio with that. But um, for what happened for this female and the fact that there's not outrage because of these two thugs, they, they were brothers, I guess. Do you see the mugshot of them? No, I have not. Uh, the guy, the guy looks like a complete piece of shit, and I hope he hangs. Well, I mean, anyone who would to, do that to, has to be a complete piece of shit. <laughs> so, so, it's just it's sad that we ha- that we live in a society that um, makes heroes out of the scumbags, and real heroes they're they're just going to be forgotten. Yeah, but they're, they're, you know, in probably three years from now, you know, it's just going to be a plaque on the wall with her name on it, where you know this woman didn't think that she would not be coming home to if she had a husband or her parents or whoever she was coming home to. And I mean, I, I'm not going to, there was reports. She just come, had come off maternity leave with a, um, but then I hear there's stories that it wasn't. So I'm not going to say whether it is true or not, but if it is, it's, she did have a, a two month old. This, this baby will never know her mother. And, you know, she didn't do anything wrong. She wasn't high. She wasn't stealing. She wasn't slipping counterfeit bills or selling Lucy's or doing anything like that. So it's just, it's sad that these people that are actually going out and making a difference Mm -hmm. are going to be forgotten. Yet when a scumbag goes out there and does something and gets killed, you know, they persecute the police in general or, you know, whoever. And that's fine. It's just, it's sad that the, the warped, uh, Dwarf sense of the media and people's ideology on this is it's just it's very it's it's very warped yeah well that's like uh last year after the whole george floyd shit all those cops got killed you didn't hear any of their names <clears throat> killed or killed or hurt in senseless crimes mm-hmm. over stupid protests um you don't. We live. No. In, we we discuss this many times. We live in a society where cops are the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's and that's unfortunate. And let's put it this way: uh, Derek Chauvin, his name should be remembered for being, you know, a guy who did do something, you know, horrible by killing someone, but. For as bad as he was, her name should be remembered more. And if that if that guy got shot, <laughs> the uproar that would ensue would be 
just, it would be, a, it, it, there's just no words to describe it. <clears throat> you're right, well, we, we live in a society I guess where, one thing... just, you know, you're right, the, the criminals are praised and, yeah. And uh, apparently her family said that they did not want um, the mayor there, Lori Lightfoot, the one that looks like Beetlejuice. <laughs> That real hideous looking creature. They didn't want her coming to the hospital, but of course she had to come because you know publicity. You know, of course. Why let a you know a you know bad things go to waste when it comes to liberals and that? And I guess when she walked in, all of the police, just like they did with the Blasio, and hmm, what's the common denominator here? To fund the police and you know, yeah. yeah, liberal ideology when it comes to law and order. They all turned their backs on her, which you know, good for them. Good. You know, she's just she's just doing it as a publicity stunt, and then she instead of sitting there praising this woman for being a hero or doing this, she had to go. She went off on a rant about um, you know, that guns are bad and this and that. Yeah, well, I'm sure that the two guys that shot this cop weren't NRA members that legally owned a weapon. I'm sure it was an illegally possessed weapon, and these were fucking criminals. So. No, you're right. I'm tired of hearing about that too. That you know, guns are bad. No, it's it, you know what? I could leave a gun in the middle of the in the middle of my yard for the next hundred years, and no one will die because of it. Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it's sad that these that politicians will turn a tragedy into a publicity stunt for their cause. Yeah. But. Yeah. You know, God, God bless her and her family, you know, especially with the, you know, what they're going to have to go through in the next few weeks, you know, having to reflect on them. And hopefully people don't forget her name. Yeah, but, I, I mean, uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but they probably will, uh-huh. unfortunately. And I'm, I'm, I say that, as, you know, it's a shame that it will be. I guess that was our trip to the graveyard yes, this week. Rest in peace, those five. Now, it, it's, uh, death is never, uh, never a happy, never a happy thing, Tom. No, but it's got again, it's got to be, uh, it's got to be talked about because, mm-hmm. well, with things like, you know, this police officer, <laughs> it, people like this have to be remembered, and the other ones have to, you know. Whether we liked them or not, they did, they did bring us either joy with watching sports or entertainment or this or that. So that's why we talk about it. Yes, we should change his name to Bot to uh, to uh, Who Died This Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's always out there. So. Yeah, it is. It sure is. Oh. <clears throat> well, unless you have anything to talk about, uh, follow us on Twitter. Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC. You can follow us on uh, Facebook under Joe Tom. Uh, we're available on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button if you have not already. And please rate and review us so you can get us higher up in the rankings. Um, I don't know about you, but it is so fucking humid out, it's like almost uncomfortable. 
how you have a fire going is beyond me. I'm far enough away from it. it it's not bothering me. It, it's mainly on to keep bugs away. Is that why? Because, because of the smoke. you're probably roasting over there. <laughs> It's weird. I I used to hate the heat. I actually don't mind it. I I've kind of gotten maybe a little bit used to it. Like I even I at two o'clock in the afternoon when it was maybe the hottest it was. I went out for a run. Yeah, I know. I saw your picture. <laughs> you're, you're, uh... But yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I actually don't mind the heat anymore. You're the man who runs into tsunamis, so I don't expect anything less. There we go. Yeah, right. All right well, I'll be cool then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be cool, all right? I'm dead. <laughs> Until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. Good night, everybody. Just hit me, honey, don't push me too much.